the shark deck. Hello and welcome to Palace Entry. I am your host, Mark Francis. Friends of the Sussexes, Omid Scobie, wrote on Yahoo about what last week's fictitious Harry and Meghan gossip reveals about the royal family's wider problems. Scobie wrote that we probably didn't notice Prince Edward and Sophie, the Countess of Wessex, had been on an action-packed royal tour of the Cayman Islands, the Bahamas and Turks and Caicos. Scobie writes, The tropical locale and busy itinerary should have provided royal reporting gold, especially after the couple have been hailed by the British media as the family's secret weapon and central figures for the future of the monarchy. But, despite the hype, no one, including said press, appears to be watching. At the time of writing, I can only find a tiny handful. Around eight articles of their visit online, two of them belong to the Cayman Compass and Cayman News Service. Instead, media outlets have kept the focus on a couple they repeatedly call irrelevant, Harry and Meghan. Bar a few promotional appearances for the Duke of Sussex's release of Spare, the couple hasn't been seen in public for months. But despite the lack of fresh news from Team Sussex to pour over, it hasn't stopped sections of the press from obsessing over them on a daily basis. At the centre of this is the now infamous South Park episode, which certainly pulls no punches in its merciless parodying of Harry and Meghan's tabloid personas, complete with Stop Looking at Us, protest signs, and a tell-all book about the royal family called Wah. Given that other celebrities lampooned by the show include Tom Cruise, Oprah, The Queen, killed in 2007 episode that quickly got banned in the UK, William and Kate, Hillary Clinton, and Jennifer Lopez, I have a feeling they will be just fine. Royal commentator Kinsey Schofield doesn't believe it is sexist to question if Meghan Markle is the problem in her relationship with Prince Harry. Schofield was on Sky News and said, I think it's hard for anyone to deny that Meghan started burning bridges first. They say there is this sexism in blaming Meghan for everything that is happening, but Meghan seems to be the domino effect. She blew off her family first. Author Christopher Anderson believes Meghan's resurfaced blog, The Tig, shows she will try to make up with her father. Anderson told Fox News Digital, There's plenty of blame to go around, I suppose, but it seems to me that Meghan, whose Tig posts are brimming with wokeness, would be able to do whatever it takes to heal her relationship with her father before it's too late. They obviously had an exceptionally strong father-daughter bond. Thomas Markle was a hard-working, hands-on, incredibly supportive dad. For all that had to be obliterated for no discernible reason other than pride seems like one of the real tragedies here. In 2014, Megan wrote, I think of so many moments with my dad, our club sandwich and fruit smoothie tradition post my tap and ballet class glasses, which, by the way, he religiously took me to on Saturday mornings after working 75 hours a week as a lighting director, the fishing trips along the Kern River and Big Bear Lake to catch catfish and trout and cook it up for dinner, and the commitment he made to lighting my high school musicals so they felt as grand as a Broadway show, the blood, sweat and tears, this man who came from so little in a small town of Pennsylvania where Christmas stockings were filled with oranges and dinners were potatoes and spam, invested in my future so that I could grow up to have so much. This is the same man who took apart two Barbie boxed sets because you could only buy a white Barbie or a black one and made a custom one to bring home to me. His specialty set included a black Barbie mom, a white Ken doll dad and two kids, one black and one white. I picture him standing there in Toys R Us, mum's glaring at him for taking the toys apart, perhaps an employee's 
saying, excuse me, sir, you can't do that, as my dad carefully separated the box sets to make one that echoed my reality, one that showed me that I should and could make my own box. Kinsey Schofield thinks that Tig could return soon and that Megan needs a win. She said, I still believe the countdown to the Tig 2.0 is on. Harry and Megan thought that the book, Netflix series and Spotify podcast would send them off in a completely different direction, a fulfilling and financially successful direction. We know from the Netflix series alone that they started developing some of these projects in late 2019. I have heard that Megan is dissatisfied with the public and media reaction to their recent projects, so much so that she is seeking guidance from mentors to redirect her pursuits. Megan does not handle rejection well and is very sensitive to criticism. Spare was the first real shift we saw from the general public about the Sussexes. They went from being seen as victims and heroes to a laughingstock, lampooned during Hollywood award show monologues, late night talk shows, and now South Park. She is taken aback by it and unhappy with the negative attention. Some might argue that Harry and Meghan tried to beat Hollywood to the punch by participating in quirky skits for Ellen DeGeneres and James Corden, but those fell flat and are long forgotten. Schofield continued, Meghan needs a win. Is it the judge throwing out the legal case involving Samantha? Maybe. Is it a brand new deal? Perhaps. A favourable interview and magazine cover? Could be. I don't think Megan is comfortable launching a solo venture in the middle of such a negative PR storm because it will attract criticism. Aside from the digital pile on every article would mention litigation, spare or South Park, Megan will feel confident enough to introduce us to a new product, project or launch when she is riding high on a significant win. She was not expecting this. Palace Intrigue will be right back. Hi, I'm Mark Francis and host of a new podcast, The Messy Effect. Join us as we take you into the exciting new world of Argentine soccer phenomenon, Lionel Messi. And his new life at Inter Miami will bring you into the glitz, the glamour, the star-studded events, along with the exciting journey to a new world of U.S. soccer and international football with news and stories three times a week. Come along for the ride as Messi, Miami and Major League Soccer experience the journey of a lifetime. Get the Messi effect wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, if you're on YouTube Music, they've added podcasts now, and you can find Palace Intrigue there as well as on regular YouTube. Sorry, no video, just an exciting still of our podcast logo and the standard podcast versions of Apple Podcasts and Spotify, which it appears you've already found. So you can head over to the YouTube app and subscribe to Palace Intrigue there. And a story on Radar Online suggests Prince Andrew could write his own memoir. A source close to Prince Andrew says Andrew sees Harry's memoir as a money-making bestseller. And maybe Andrew could spill the royal family's darkest secrets about his uncle's ties with the Nazi party, his brother's and his mother's secrets. The source says, People thought Prince Harry's memoir was bad, but what Andrew can reveal about certain members of his family would blow the lid off. Andrew has access to information that could prove embarrassing to Charles and indeed the whole family. He could uncover details about his father Prince Philip's ties to Hitler's Nazi regime, and he wouldn't be unwilling to spill the darkest secrets held by his own mother, Queen Elizabeth. Andrew feels he's suffered enough, and he'll make others suffer if they don't heed his warning. He's hell-bent on saving his tattered reputation, and a tell-all book seems like the way to go. If and when it gets published, he'll be taking down a lot of people, including the head of the British monarchy. 
As podcasters, we say, go for it, Andrew. Just don't release it when Megan is doing a season of her podcast. We need to spread the content out. And there you have it. If you'd like to email us, our address is thepalaceintrigue at gmail.com. Please follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite shows. I'm Mark Francis. My thanks to John McDermott. This is Palace Intrigue. Good times. I'm Melissa McKay, star of the new podcast, The Royals of Malibu. I play Ella, a sex worker just trying to survive when I get swept away to the wealth and the drama of Malibu. You know, you can like something without touching it. You've made the biggest mistake of your life, Ella Sinclair. You are a total psycho. Will Ella find a happily ever after ending? Or will these rich kids destroy her? Fall in love with the Royals of Malibu on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Each week on the new podcast, The Top 11, we pick a theme and give you The Top 11. This week, it's the top 11 events of the Roman Empire. The Colosseum is a very impressive piece of architecture and engineering, but did it make the list? Find out which Roman Empire event is number one. Follow the top 11 wherever you get your podcasts. This week on Murder Weekly, dive deep into the heart of 1984 Miami where a chilling murder sets Detective Mick Reyes on a pulse-pounding chase through the luxurious shadows and the deep, dark world of black market art. Amidst the city's neon-lit decadence and a killer hiding in plain sight, follow Murder Weekly and experience a thriller that blurs the line between beauty and horror, available wherever you get your podcasts.